Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Drinks with Dan, brought to you by the Sideline Network. I am Dan Coleman, and alongside me, I have my good friend, Crystal Valley. How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm super well. I had to like dust off the uh, the laptop here to get my podcast going, man. It's been a long time. <laughs> yeah, man, but I'm, I'm pumped to have you on the network with us. I think it's awesome. I well, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't for you guys asking me to come out here and do this, uh, I'd be sitting at home doing nothing again. So I appreciate you guys offering me. Like I said, brought to you by the Sideline Network. So, Chris, you're the, I don't want to say the owner, COO. Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that, I guess. Chief Operating Officer of the Sideline Network. Yeah, I think everybody has an equal stake in this thing, so. But, I mean, if it wasn't for you, it would probably fall apart. That's very nice of you to say. Thank you. So, can you tell us about the network? So, for my listeners, uh, we can tell you what we have to offer. Yeah, you got a lot of listeners, too, so this is going to be good. I hope I still have them. We'll see. I I think you'll be fine. Um, Yeah, so the, the network, we started the network about, I don't know, maybe two years, yeah, about two years ago. And it really was just a, it's just a passion project. I mean, we have a, we have a couple podcasts on there right now. We have three actually, uh, four now, including yours. Um, we have my podcast, which is a sports podcast. We have the Richo and Lala, which is a, I don't know, it's like a variety show. I don't, I don't really know how you would, how would you, yeah, what, how what would, would you? I describe Richo and Lala? Well, first of all, I hate Richard. So there's that. So it's not my favorite show. I'm just kidding. everybody. Uh, I mean, R- Rich and I have been friends for o- over two decades. So it's really just two guys who like to make fun of each other and, and find ways to trip each other up on a podcast. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, we talk I mean, about, talk about everything from sports to movies to ongoings and personal life. I mean, it's a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, and we enjoy that. And then um, Richard's Rich has a Richo's rant, which he puts out every week, and that's him bitching about the Eagles and then some other sports topic. Yeah. So that's what we have so far, and then we have your podcast now. and Which is just a complete cluster of whatever happens to come to mind. Which is totally fine. But, that's um, the way it should be. Yeah, so it's obviously called Drinks with Dan, so I guess i got to pull out some drinks here, huh? Oh, you got you got beer? Yeah, man. Look so, at you. I, got, I came prepared, unlike your other podcast people. <laughs> I raided the fridge on my way in, so I have two beers to offer you. I want whatever one you just... That, this, this tall one? No. I don't know how good these are because they've been in my fridge for probably since Christmas Ooh, time. It's a sour, too. This yeah. is sexy. Go tell everybody what you got there. Galactic Coyote. Yeah, I don't know what anything about it. I it's know it's a sour. Finch Beer Company. It is a kettle sour brewed with watermelon and Thai basil. Alrighty then. I have from Ithaca Beer Company, which I'm assuming is from Ithaca, New York, Fugly Sweater. Clear, clearly a Christmas beer, dark, <laughs> dark lager brewed with ginger, cloves, nutmeg, and cinnamon. So that we're going Christmas good time too. here. So yeah, this is. Uh, it says it's brewed and canned in Chicago, Illinois. So there you go. Um, and this is. I'm trying to see what the ABV is on it, and I don't even see. Oh no, it makes for great, great noises on the podcast. Yeah, ho- hopefully that wasn't too close to the mic. Uh, I don't even see the. Uh... The alcohol content on this. I don't even know if there's alcohol content on this one either. Actually, I was looking for it. I might be covered up by the sticker because I think I bought it. Oh, I know where I bought it. I bought it up in Hartford at um, Total Wine. So oh no, here we go. Four point one. Four point one. Oh, that's a little one. Yeah. I have no idea what this one is. I could Google it, but I'm just not going to. I'm just gonna drink it. It's oh. Ooh, this is tasty. Kind of a sticker. It's very refreshing. This would be a great beer on the golf course. Yeah, we need to we need to get that done soon. Go golfing. Yeah. You have clubs, right? Um, wooden clubs from my great grandfather. Okay, but need, uh, need, no, I need to buy some. I figure the next time I win at the casino is when I will, I will buy a pair. Wait a until uh, wait for another month when Dix has like their crazy golf sale because they do every year between like late March and early May. They do like it's like the spring cleaning out basically. Pretty much what they'll do is they yeah they're they're, they're getting rid of like last year's iron sets and stuff like that to bring in like the new ones. Right. But you can get a nice iron set for like 500, 600 bucks, which yeah, isn't bad. Fun. Yeah, because I figured I'd get an iron set and a driver and call it a day. Yeah, if you buy an iron set and a good driver, you're probably looking at like 800. Yeah, I want to spend less than a thousand bucks for a good set that I could have for at least 10 years. You and know? if you buy it at Dick's, which I didn't know this because I bought mine on Amazon, um, if you buy them at Dick's, you can actually get them sized for free. Like they size them for you. Oh, if no you kidding. needed, yeah. Oh, okay. You probably won't because you're tall. When you're a midget, it, uh, it, it, I have to, I have to choke up on all my stuff because I, I, I have to, if I wanted to spend a couple hundred dollars, which I probably will eventually, um, 
that's what it costs to like because like each club costs like 50 bucks right 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 to grip and and size and all that crap but anyway yeah i would definitely go there yeah i'm looking forward to get back into golfing because i honestly think the last time i went golfing golfing was your bachelor party oh wow that was a long time ago I mean, and I mean, we did, we went golfing, but it wasn't like we weren't really trying. No, I mean, like you and Dana were playing, uh, like um, we were playing croquet. Was, we were playing croquet with the <laughs> golf, golf cart. <laughs> By oh, the time we got time. to like the 18th hole, we were, we were just burnt out, and me and our friend Dana were taking the golf carts, driving around trying to hit the balls uh, with the golf carts with yeah. with the club. Yeah, you guys. I mean, it was a hot freaking day too. That day. oh, I remember. I have a picture of like our so swamp hot. asses. Yeah, you guys took a picture of my butt, I think. Oh, yeah, and it was, it, was, it was completely just sweat. It was disgusting. There was a lot of sweaty balls that day. It was a good time. Producer Ace has just joined us. Yeah, so if you hear a squeak, I apologize. It's my dog. Yes, no, it's all good because we're dog-friendly here in the, the Drinks with Dan podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so Producer Ace, is uh, he's a black lab mix. He is. Do you he know is. what he's mixed with? So they say Whippet was was part of it like if you pull up a picture of a whippet it looks just like ace oh, okay so like he's got that and he has beagle in him if you ever heard him bark he's he's definitely got a little beagle in, like he doesn't look beagle at all no but he sounds beagle with his bark oh yeah um and yeah there's m my wife has always wanted to do like a dna test and, and find out what specifically oh, 23 and me for a dog yeah pretty much oh okay but i refuse to spend like it's expensive really the, the dna test yeah there's like 350 dollars that seems ridiculous. Cause isn't twenty three me like a hundred? If that, yeah. It's probably because they sell your DNA for uh, their research and yeah, man. You know, put you in a repository somewhere. It's, it's all the Illuminati. They're so all they're dogs. All just they can't do that. Us. That's why they charge you more. Exactly, because they're like, oh, we only have like eight years to get this dog. <laughs> and clone them. Exactly. So. But uh, yeah, so drinks with Dan. You've obviously listened to the podcasts before. We just talk about whatever comes to mind. Um, so I, you know, I had a really bad idea because you you proposed to me bringing this back, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna be driving to Hartford every day, and that's a long drive from Griswold. So I was like, maybe I'll just record this in my car on the way to work. You should. And that's an awful idea. <laughs> you should be like, no, you shouldn't. No, you should. I think that's I think that's awesome. You could you could change the name to it. No, no, driving with Dan. <laughs> driving with Dan. There you go. Because I, I was thinking about this. I was like, that's a long drive to be sitting there, and all you're going to hear me complain about is traffic and people all day. Well, then do it on the way home, not on the way there. Maybe mm. you'll be in a better mood when Maybe, you're not. Yeah. When, I'm, when I'm super exhausted and exactly. re- ready to go home. You know, you can hear me bitch about whatever happened at work. Actually, that, that would be pretty interesting. Yeah, I thought about that, and I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm going against like eight laws doing that, talking about health care and things like that. And I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that either. And then I was thinking about logistically, like, how would I record that? Because I was like, I'd have to have a headphone in at least one ear to have the microphone dangling from me. Like, I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Like, how many laws am I going to break here doing this? Well, don't they make, for those people that don't like the the wireless Bluetooth, don't they make, um, or what is it, Um, hands-free devices where you have, like, the one ear? Because I know you can't have both headphones on. But I think you can have one ear in the headphone. I think. I don't know. I, I don't know. Connecticut sucks, so I'd actually have to look it up and see. But I don't know. Knowing, knowing Connecticut, since they're the first people to ban texting while driving, there's some law <laughs> against this too. That is true. Oh, I forgot about that. They were the first ones to. We do were that. like one of the first states, like easily top five, one of the first five states to ban um, texting and driving back in like, oh god, I don't even know, 2005. Yeah, I was gonna say it was. I was in high school when they did that. Yeah, so it would have been like 2000. 2005 when they right. did that and you know they, they can ban that but they can't legalize weed in connecticut and get some free tax money right no instead we'll just create fucking tolls for just trucks but they got rid of that i heard uh lamont doesn't want that anymore oh he doesn't yeah he said that that's going to be put on the back burner because uh the um the house wouldn't approve it oh i wonder why yeah right <laughs> so but i was i was funny i was driving in Rhode island yes uh last week I was driving around and I saw a truck only toll and I was like, oh, there's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I mean, Rhode Island, Rhode Island's roads are so bad. Oh my God, they were awful. I thought Connecticut was bad and Philly was bad. Oh, Rhode Island, for a state that size, for those roads to be in that shape, were, that was awful. They redid, um, they redid Route 6 or a stretch of Route 6. Uh, was it, I think it was a little over a year ago. 
Because whenever Em and I would like leave for her parents and we wanted to go to Providence, we had to obviously we had to take six to get sure, there. Yeah. There's that stretch. There was like this stretch from on Route Six where it was pothole city. Was I it mean, like right after Connecticut border or something? Yeah, it was a little past the Connecticut border. You would go. Um, it was near Situate. Uh huh. And it was just this stretch of probably a mile. And it literally was like you were zigzagging around the freaking potholes. And it was awful. I hated driving because I was always afraid I was going to pop a tire. Right. And then they they fixed it. It was a little over a year ago. And Em didn't tell me. And we were driving. And I was like, oh, my God. This is amazing. My my butt doesn't hurt. Like, this is incredible. Don't have to get an alignment. I know. Uh, <laughs> it was so it was so great. She said that they shut it down for like I think it was over a month to like to repave it. Take the whole yeah. They had to take it all the way down and yep. gravel it and everything. Oh yeah, but I mean that the roads in Rhode Island. It's like you know it's like stepping back in time. <laughs> And like I said, the state's not that big for those people that aren't no. from Rhode Island. It's, I mean, you're looking at one of the smallest, second smallest state. I think, I think it's Delaware's, the smallest state. I think Delaware's smaller. Is it smaller than Rhode Island? Not by much. I think maybe maybe by land mileage, oh, okay. like square acres. I think, I think that Maryland's smaller. But for such a highly taxed state, you'd think they'd have better roads. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Especially with all the money coming in from the Patriots and all that, because when uh, Patriots away teams go, they fly into Providence. Oh, that's true. They don't even fly into Boston. So I was thinking, you know, they got to have those roads look good. I was gonna say it's probably it's probably an easier drive too from Providence than it is from Boston to get and to Foxborough. Lot, yeah, oh, for sure. And then on top of that, it, a lot cheaper to fly into Providence than Boston too. Yeah, because Boston Airport's expensive to fly into and out of. Um, speaking about Boston, you want to talk about Brady for a second? Yeah, let's go for it. So. I heard on the I don't know if I I don't think I heard it on your podcast, but I heard somewhere today that Brady might be going to the Dolphins. Oh, Thoughts? No. no, don't let that be true. Because if that's true, Richard's never going to shut the hell up. <laughs> he's been he's been saying that he thinks that the best place for Brady to go is Miami, and I told him that he's on crack because the Dolphins suck and they're garbage. Oh yeah, but I I don't think Brady could turn around the Dolphins. No, they might have a. They might have a winning record with them, with Brady, but they won't win anything. I mean, I might go. I guess we'll have a seventeen-week or seventeen-game schedule next year, so they might go nine and six. Yeah, Is that seventeen. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe they'll go nine and six. That's fifteen, but it's okay. Uh, well, then ten and six, <laughs> ten and five. <laughs> I don't <fucking> know. <laughs> this beer's getting to me already. It must be really heavy. No, it's all good. Um, I look. I I've said. Numerous times on my podcast, on on the Rich Online podcast, and and to you in general, that I think the best place for Brady to go is to stay in New England. If he's not going to stay in New England, I think the best teams. If he's if he's serious about wanting to win another Super Bowl, I think the best teams out there are either the Colts. If we're going if we're going pure, purely just on skill, the Colts, the Bucks, because their offense is nasty. Their defense, defense is so-so, yeah. but their offense is sick. He's got weapons galore. Sure. And Vegas, because Vegas is the best offensive line in the game. So if he needs to get protected, he's got the best line. Jacobs is a really good running back. And if the Raiders could draft just one really, really good wide receiver to pair up with Welker, uh, not Welker, uh, what the hell is his name? Uh, the Their tight end, who's really good. I can't think of his name. It starts with a W, though. Um Brady would have some weapons. How would you feel about the the Rams or the Chargers? So the Chargers, I think the Chargers are a good team. They just don't, they have a really shitty offensive line. Like mm-hmm. that's my thing is I keep thinking O oh, line for him because he's old and can't move. Can't move. Sure, I get it. So the Chargers weapon wise and their defense, Chargers defense is nasty. They're up and coming. Like they're going to be a great defense, I think, next year, as long as the offense can stay on the field and not make yeah. them you know sit on the field all game long like they did last year. Um, the Rams would be a great fit for him, but I, I unfortunately they signed Goff. That's what you get for signing Goff, like, you idiots. And I thought about that, and I was like, they might just part ways with him anyway still and just eat it up. You know, and Brady could be their, their holdover until they get a good draft. I think the other question, though, comes down to, is Brady serious about really wanting to get paid? Because so like if he was going to go to the Rams and he was like you know what I just want to go to the Rams because I think the Rams have the best team, you guys can pay me 
$25 million a year. The Rams might eat that. Because realistically, we're looking at what? Maybe two more years of Brady? Yeah, probably. Because I, th- I, think, I think what he wants is a three-year contract, but I don't think he'll make it three years. I think he just wants to know that, okay, I have three years. Because that'll make him 45 then, right? Because he's 42 now? He'll be 43, I think, at the beginning of the season, and he wants to play till he's 45. So a two- to three-year contract three is what contract. he's looking at. Yeah. I just I, – I mean, I there's a lot of teams that I think would improve with Brady. There's a lot of teams that I don't think he'll make better, like the Dolphins, for one. Right. He could go to Chicago and make the Bears better. Sure. I mean, um, you could too. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But I, I mean, for a split second, somebody's mentioned uh, to Stephen Jones about bringing Brady into the Cowboys, and I said, you shut up. I'd rather have Des Bryant than, than uh, Tom Brady. So that I thought was really interesting. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to ask you how you would have felt about that. I, about it's, not, it's not going to happen. No, no. Oh, not about that. Tom Brady? No. I, no way do I want Tom Brady taking over for Dak Prescott. No way. Um, you have a 25-year-old year old quarterback that right now, 26 maybe. Um, no. He, he's If he's not the face of the Cowboys, then we'll pick up Tua. <laughs> and we'll get a new quarterback and sign him for five years like there we did are, for Dak. There are rumors about them looking to trade up and grab Tua, which I, I think would be absolutely foolish. That, I, I think that they should stick with Dak. He's great for what they have. Um, they built the team around him to go switch it up right now. I think that would be the dumbest thing. We're looking at 20 more years of not winning Super Bowls. Well, I just think you guys have, you guys have on paper, and I said it last year, on paper you guys were relatively – Relatively speaking, the the most talented team on paper. I would put us within the and me being a, a biased Cowboys fan, top three. Yeah, on paper. Yeah. And I, it, but you have a few holes here and there. Like you need a cornerback. Tight you, ends are kind of weak. Yeah, you do definitely need a new tight end. Um, and you need, I think you need a new O line, not a whole O line, but I think you need like a new guard. I, I would take a right guard. Yeah. yeah. Um. So why waste the draft picks? Yeah. When you can, all you need to do is shore up a couple holes here and there. And presumably, as long as Prescott plays well, you guys should easily make the playoffs next season. I mean, I I, I thought so this season. I thought, Especially now when you get an extra team now. So there you go. Right. <laughs> That's why I was like, I was like, if there's a 17 week season, we can't go eight and eight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That's amazing. This is the best thing ever. You know? Absolutely. So, but um, yeah, so so you you would definitely be a no go about Brady going to God Dallas. No. Like I said, I'd rather have Des Bryant back um, than have Tom Brady play. On That's the Cowboys. fair. Um, I will, will Jerry and Steven pick up Des? I don't know. They might give him a one year deal because they're, they're kind. And if he's cheap, they'll take him. Um, cause I mean, an extra wide receiver is not going to hurt, but, um, to pay him for a five year multi-million dollar deal is just not going to happen. They might give him like a Witten deal one year, one mil. Right. See what happens. Well, Witten, I read there. Witten said that he wants to play another season. He does. And the first the first rumors that came out were that Witten was going to follow Garrett and go to the Giants. And I was like, well, if he's really sucking his dick, then maybe. But now I'm here and he's all about Mike McCarthy and he's going to stay a cowboy. He wants to have the star in his helmet. No shit. See, I didn't I didn't know if he was looking – because I didn't hear the, the, the Garrett thing. I had just heard that like he wanted to play and the Cowboys may not resign him. And I was like, no one's going to fucking take this guy. I don't think – anybody would i was hoping that they were going to play him in a different position this year and i mean that by like i want i wanted him to be more of a coach than a player this past season and they played him hard i wanted him to train up the young guys and he dropped a lot of balls because and he's slow as hell yeah he's he's slow as mud i mean granted he can get open he can block because he's big but he's just slow as a tight end you know you compare him to like jj watt i'd rather have jj watt all day you know um I just how I, old is he? Is he forty? No, no, he's not forty. He's probably like thirty-eight. Okay, 35. but he's up there. Like he's up there in in football. He's he started with Romo, so Romo came in in what two thousand and was that five or six or something like that? Five. They they were a rookie together. They they took the bus together from the airport to Dallas. Um, so he he's got to be like thirty-eight. Um, he finally shaved his hair, thank God, because he was looking worse than me when I was losing my hair. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens this year. Um, you want to give me your Super Bowl pick already? 
No, man, it's way too freaking early. Are you kidding me? I don't even know where all the quarterbacks are going to go. This is true. There's going to be a quarterback shuffle, I think. Yeah, um, I do too. I, especially I with Andrew Luck maybe coming back. No. Get the hell out of here with that crap. I'll be so mad if he comes back, especially because last year that team was tailor-made for him. The Colts and... definitely could have done something last year, and he didn't show up for He just – yeah, I mean, look, I, I'm not mad that he chose to retire. I, th- I think if you want to retire, retire. I'm I'm – I'm disappointed that he retired, but I'm not like because of his age or because of the team. Uh, what do you mean? Like why? I, uh, why I was disappointed? Yeah, because I felt like the Colts had fu- like he had gotten his ass kicked because they they didn't build a lot anything for him. It was him in or nothing. He dragged three shitty teams to the playoffs, and then obviously he got injured. He was out for the season, and then he came back and he had a great season, um, and then they got bounced by by Mahomes. Right. In the playoffs that year, in the uh, divisional round. And then that team was up and coming, coming into last, last, year. last year. And I was pumped. I was like, this team could is... Could go all the way. This team could go all the way. I was saying in the preseason, I said, I think Luck is going to be... If he doesn't win MVP, he's going to be in the top three conversation. Like, I think this... He's... He's back. He's healthy. They have this, the best to, to second best O-line in the game. He's got weapons. They have a great running game. The defense is finally coming together, and then he retires. And I was like, uh, "You got okay. nothing." I got not like I, 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 look. I can't even imagine how frustrating it must have been for him all those years, getting his ass kicked, and then dealing with injury after injury after. I mean, the damn kid played with a punctured lung. Right. Like enough is enough. At some point. Yeah. I get it. So, but the thought of him coming back, I'd be so mad at him. I'd be so pissed. So bad. Like, if he comes back, especially if he doesn't play for the Colts, if he just comes back and then, like, he gets put on another team. He goes to the, the, the Bucks. <laughs> I was going to say, if he goes to the Patriots, I'll freaking lose my mind. I mean, that would be a decent landing spot for him. I think the Patriots are a great landing spot for almost, almost any decent quarterback. <laughs> yeah, at this you put point. them with Bill Belichick, and you're going to go pretty far. Right. You know, I, I was thinking that. I was like, if we don't sign Dak, maybe he'll go to the Patriots. Maybe. Why not? You know, like if we can't get especially a deal if done. Brady, like Brady, Brady is the trump card. So wherever Brady goes, he's going to lead the pack, and then we'll see where everything else falls into place. Because if he goes to to the Raiders, Carr's going to find a new landing spot. Right. People have talked about the possibility of him going to Chicago. That wouldn't be bad. Yeah. Um, They'll probably overpay him too. Because <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't they have to buy out the rest of his contract too? Um, his contract's almost up. I, I don't think there's very much left because he got that massive it contract. It was massive, yeah. I think like three years ago now. Oh, so there might be two years left. Yeah. I, I think it was a five-year contract. Yeah. I, he's at least two years into it, so I mean three years. But um, th- th- if I if, if the Raiders were going to go for it, they would trade. obviously make a trade. Right. So it, it might not be too, too bad for Chicago in the end, depending on what they get rid of yeah. or who they can get rid of. Um, and then obviously you have Rivers is probably from what I'm reading and from what you had sent me, it, it's been looking like Rivers is going to Indy. Right. And then Jameis. I think they're going to stick with him, man. Which is so stupid. I think he's, he's going to stay a buck. He's hot. What pisses me off is that dude can stick around, but nobody wants Marcus Mariota. Right. Yeah. Which is crazy. Like that makes no sense to me. Like you want, you want 30 interception guy. But the dude who doesn't turn the ball over now, I understand Mario is very milk toast, and he's kind of just, you know, he he's kind of goes with the flow. He's not very exciting, but he's still a good, in my opinion, he's still he's a better quarterback than Jameis Winston. Right. Um, you go back to Florida. <laughs> yeah. Just the other side of the state, but hey. And then you've got who the hell are the other ones? There's well, Newton's staying in in Carolina. It's Is looking he? like, yeah. They they said that as of now, Cam That's Newton. News to me. They're planning on Newton being the starter. Is what they said. Like they didn't. It wasn't definitive, but it was enough to make you believe that they're not going to get rid of. And and I wouldn't get rid of Newton either. He's only got a year left. So they should definitely start drafting and working I would. up. I would draft a quarterback. Yeah. And then maybe Jacksonville makes a trade and gets rid of Foles. I think he's going to have at least a year left. I think he's staying there for another year, which is too bad. Because they, they, if anything, they might play. You know where Teddy Bridgewater could make a come. Oh, that's right, Teddy Bridgewater. I forgot about Bridgewater. Yeah, Bridgewater's going to go somewhere. I was thinking that might be a good spot for Bridgewater. Where Jacksonville? Yeah, maybe or New England. Definitely could go to New England. They, so I remember somebody saying that Bridgewater would be a really good spot in New England. They, they even actually said he'd be really good in Chicago. Yeah. 
because yeah. he played in Louisville. He's played in cold weather. It doesn't bother him. Yeah, status like, quo for him. Right. And he played in Minnesota back when before Minnesota had the dome when they were using the uh, the college stadium, right. which was outdoors. Right. So like the they're used, he's used to the winter weather right. or crap. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's gonna be really interesting. Really, really interesting. So yeah, no, I don't have a preseason prediction yet. Oh, I'm disappointed in you. Usually, you have it all mapped I'll, out. I'll take. Uh, how about this? I'll take. I'll take Carson Wentz to win MVP. How about that? Oh dear God, I'll kill you. <laughs> I'm gonna come. I'm gonna jump across this table and strangle you. Well, look, somebody, somebody on this network has to be a Carson Wentz fan because it's not it's the not Eagles Richard. fan. It's not. It will never be me. That it dude's such a me. traitor. Such a traitor to his own team. Uh, so for those that don't know, Richard is a diehard Eagles fan, but I can't even say he's a real fan because he hates Car. He, He's a typical Eagles fan. I'll tell I'll tell you that. Coming from me living in Philly for the last four years, he's a typical Eagles fan. He will love you when they're winning, and he will hate you when they're losing. And if it's any other day of the week, he has no opinion. Look, and I'm all about, you know, screaming and yelling and ra- I mean, I'm a Yankee fan, so like I get the whole yelling and ranting when your team isn't playing well. And the same thing in Boston. Boston fans are the same way. Like if you like, they love you when you're great. We can't st- you know they can't stand you when you stink. The Yankees are the same way. But there's like some civility to it. Philly fans are awful. You're telling me, man. Like they're disturbingly just like messed up in the head. I don't get it. Watching, and I know you're not going to watch it, but the <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles uh, All or Nothing documentary on Amazon. Oh, I told you, I will watch one episode of that, and it will be the episode where they play the Cowboys. You should, <laughs> you should. Do they lose? They lost the first okay, game. Big so then, time. yeah, they as long as long as out. you watch an episode when they lose, and then because throughout the series they played the radio, the like the radio announcers and yeah, and, yeah. The, and everyone like yelling and screaming. Dude, some of the people on the radio are vicious. I was gonna say nasty. It's not even nasty. It's not even a strong enough word. They are absolutely vicious. Yep. Towards that team. I mean, you 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 saw the video of there was a house fire in Philly, and they were throwing kids out the second floor window. I don't know if you saw that. No. So they were interviewing this guy because there's a house fire in Philly. And they were throwing oh, yes, kids yes, yes, outside yes, yes. the second floor window, and he was like, "Yeah, we were th- we were throwing babies and catching them, unlike Aguilar." And I'm like, "Damn!" And that is your typical Philly fan. I was dying when I saw that. We were catching babies, unlike Aguilar, and then Aguilar actually manned up and bought them a, a ticket to the game or whatever right. like on the field or whatever. Um, for Aguilar was kids. awful, absolutely awful. They need to cut him. Oh yes, and he's not coming to the Cowboys. He's hot but garbage. I, he is hot garbage. Hot garbage. And I think he knows it too. Yeah, I think so too. I, I think his confidence is absolutely trashed at this yeah, point. I don't think he, he might go to the XFL. Ah, at, least, at least they'd have a superstar or I a mean, star. literally bring a star in there because right now they got nobody. I've been saying forever, go grab Des Bryant. Des Bryant. So I saw an interview. Somebody went on Twitter and saw him at like a restaurant and asked him. He's like, "Hey, I don't want to offend you, but would you ever consider the XFL?" He said, "Absolutely not." He said, I'm going to play in the NFL or nothing. Well, hopefully the Cowboys pick him up. I mean, he got picked up by the Saints, so there are teams that would pick him up. Um, he just got injured and couldn't play. You know, he right. tore his Achilles, so he was done. He was out for a year. Yeah. yeah, so now he's back, and I saw the, I've saw i been watching the videos of him almost every day at, at the Star playing, and I'm like, the homeboy wants to play in Dallas. I mean, Mahomes, he flew Mahomes, or Mahomes flew him. Um, and they met up and they were tossing balls around to each other. I mean, there are people that want him to play. If he can be good, and if he ends up in Kansas City, oh my God, it's a wrap. Don't oh, it's a wrap. He would just be a decoy. They wouldn't even use him. Well, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have yeah, to. They, they got tired. They got everybody else. So right. like, no, nah, that would. If he wants to win a ring, that's one way to do it. <laughs> you know, but because Cowboys would have to earn the ring, the Kansas City are just gonna get it. So. Oh yeah. I mean, if I had to pick a team right now again, it'd be Kansas City. Um, <laughs> I uh, it's way too early, way way too early. I want to see, I, I want to see where Brady ends up. Because if Brady ends up, if Brady stays in, in New England, and I'll close, I'll, I'll end here with this. If if Brady stays in New England and New England's able to draft and or pick up like an AJ Green in the offseason and an, maybe another tight end, I think the Patriots are going to be right back, right back in there. I hate I hate everything about that because it's right. <laughs> like I just I can't being a, being from New England like you know it. They're just ungodly Patriots fans that don't like people when we went to high school don't remember when the Patriots were awful. Oh, dude, they were they were the Browns. Yes, up until two thousand and two, the Patriots were freaking awful. They were they were the Cleveland Browns before the Cleveland Browns were the Cleveland Browns. 
And now, because that's all I know, it's like, they don't remember what it is like to suck. And that's what I hate about Patriot fans. They don't remember the bad times. And it's, I mean, it's coming. I mean, every team has their comeuppance. And I mean, tell me about it. I've been a Cowboys. I was, I was about to be like, you know better than anybody. <laughs> you guys ran through the 90s and, and, and it's, now been look a, at us. it's been a tough, tough road, I tough mean, road since And I, I got nobody to blame but Jerry Jones. So, yeah. Firing your head coach when you're winning Super Bowls is the dumbest thing you could possibly do, but drunken mistakes, I guess. <laughs> so, um, different topics. Um, do you watch the debate on Monday? Tuesday. Tuesday? Um, or just the clips of it. I watch the clips. I always watch the clips. I won't. I won't stay up to watch to actually listen to them. Stay up. Um, this guy coming. He can't make it past eight o'clock in the <laughs> night. Stay up. Yeah, I won't stay. I won't stay up to uh, to, to watch the debates. Um, I watched it, and my my two cents coming out of it was it was awful. Well, so that so I all right. So I watch stuff. I always watch, and then I read, and I I, I like to read a lot, and. The majority. So I I read two things. One was that the debate was just a shit show. That was the worst debate I've ever seen by far in the last twenty years. The other thing I read though was that they said CBS should never be allowed to ever. commentate a debate again. That was because almost the worst part. They the the questions were awful, and they had no control. That was the thing that pissed me off is they had no control over the the actual participants of the debate with the candidates, and they had no control over the audience either. And it was just a complete free-for-all. I, I think I sent a tweet saying, like, this is like watching Jerry Springer. Like, it was that bad. I was super disappointed in that debate. So since you watched it. Sure. Who did you think Who did you think came out as the winner? I mean. Or the winners, if you, if you want to, you know. So everybody was attacking Sanders because he's the front runner right now. Um, Joe Biden was trying to find his relevance still. And I mean, and people are still attacking Bloomberg. I guess if I had to pick a winner and it's not a pretty winner, it would have been Sanders, but that's, that's just my two cents looking at it. I mean, I don't, it was such a shit show free for all that there was no real clear cut winner. I mean, the losers were the two that didn't make it on stage between Gabbard and, um, Steyer and Bloomberg, every time he opened his mouth, he would say the wrong thing. He looks like a Republican up there, which is kind of crazy, but not really. Well, he was a Republican before he became a Democrat. I mean, and I think he's still a Republican. He's just on stage to ensure chaos. Well, when he, well, I mean, when when he ran New York, or when he was the mayor of New York, not ran New York. I mean, he ran as a Democrat. No, yeah, for sure. But I mean, that's the only way you could really run in that kind of city. That's true. You know, that's a fair point. Although Giuliani might have been a Republican. He was. He was. But he made a name for himself being one of the prosecutors, so that's probably why he got in. I mean, I don't know. I'm not from New York. I don't. I don't freaking know. Um, yeah. But um, Warren was attacking Bloomberg still. Well, she's just, like I told you before. I really believe she's just vying for Bernie's VP slot. Like she's she's pretty much like his hatchet man, like trying to go after kneecap anybody anybody that comes up, right? And tried she's trying to take the number two spot for Bernie, right? Um, because she has no chance. See, I think she has some chance, and I'm looking at Florida. She might really? take Florida. I think she might take Florida. Why? I don't know. Like she's so disingenuous. I I agree. Um, however, we got to look at the IQ of Florida. No offense to my wife. Um, <laughs> but, um, no, like, I, I mean, I, I still have a lot of friends in Florida from when I was stationed there and they did early voting and every one of them took a picture of their ballot with Warren's name on it. And I'm like, well, are they all from the North? So this was, uh, what central, this is central Florida. So no, the North, uh, no, 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 I'm saying like, are they like, oh, like originally from, 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 like, from North, north. Florida is like hillbilly Florida. No, like, no, 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 no. no, I meant like the North, like Northeast. Oh, um. I guess, yeah, most of them were transplants, I guess, now that I think about it, coming from um, Michigan and places like that. So I guess they're from New York, or from up, no up north. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't feel well about Florida. I think Biden's going to win South Carolina on Saturday, tomorrow. If the polls are any indication, he's going to blow out Sanders in South Carolina. Yeah, if he doesn't win by 20 points, it's a loss for him, really. It, but I mean, if he do, if he does blow out Sanders, it it's a completely 
it's it you're I'm telling you right now you're gonna see a contested convention it's gonna happen because he's going to he's going to be able to use that and he'll probably win North Carolina he'll win Arkansas he'll win um he might win Texas at that point See, I don't know. I, I see Texas going Bernie. I see California going Bernie. California's definitely going Bernie. Like that's already been that's already been decided. But today on the news I was looking and Bloomberg, I don't know if you saw this, Bloomberg hired two super delegates to be on his board for his campaign. So he's already trying to win over super delegates by buying them. So here's the here's the thing with, with Bloomberg. If Bloomberg was smart, like if he's if he's if he's as serious as he claims to be about getting Trump out of office, he would drop out and give Biden all of his money. Especially right. if Biden wins heavily in South Carolina, he would say, all right, you know what? I'm not clogging up the moderate lane anymore. Here you go, Joe. You have Here's all my money. resources. Yeah. Because he's probably won- spent, what, $700 million on TV ads, yeah, YouTube ads, insane. Facebook ads, everything. Every time I listen to a podcast. I listen to I listen to a Bloomberg ad. A Bloomberg ad. I was watching the debate. And there's two of them. I'm like, <laughs> how is this legal? How can you do this? Oh man! And I heard. I don't know how accurate this is. I haven't fact checked this. Like I was watching the debate, and people are cheering at Bloomberg, saying the dumbest shit. And I'm like, how many people did he pay to be in the audience? Well, it was a minimum of two thousand dollars per ticket to get in. So all the people that got in were people that had money. AKA Bloomberg fans. So I thought that was a little interesting tidbit. And I was like, no wonder why they're not cheering for Bernie or Warren or anybody else because they all want Bloomberg to get in because they're going to help him out. So I think, I mean, this isn't just the debate. I just think in general, the fact that Bernie won't walk back his Cuba comments Mm. is going to bite him in the ass eventually. It's going to come back and, and bite him. The fact that he's extremely okay with dictators. I mean, I, I understand where he's coming from. And I say that because, like, there are things about Cuba that aren't terrible. Like, they have a vaccine for lung cancer in Cuba. We don't have that in the United States. Literally, we do not have it. They have it. And I'm like, this is crazy. Like, I can't say good things about Cuba because they have a lung cancer vaccine no it's not it, it's not that i but it's the fact that he brought up the literacy thing which is a joke if you actually looked into it yeah i don't know the numbers offhand about the literacy rates in cuba well, no, but i know they're was, probably bilingual it was it was more of the fact that <laughs> if you said anything bad about about chavez you're gonna get shot sure if you pro and the majority of what they were reading was all propaganda anyway it wasn't Actually, they it weren't actually actual learning anything. Yeah, it, it was, was what the government was telling them to learn. Yeah, it was the government now. manifesto, pretty much. Yeah. So I, it's, I mean, I, I'm not going to go down the Bernie rabbit hole because I don't want, I don't, want, I don't want you to lose your, oh, your I'm not going to lose my mind. <laughs> no, I don't think. No, no, no your audience. I don't care about you losing your mind. I care about your audience because I'm sure you have Bernie supporters that that listen to your podcast. So I don't I'm thinking offhand, I have a lot of people that are from all over because of the military. And um, I know, like, one of my listeners is definitely a hardcore Republican, like 100% wearing the MAGA hat and everything. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that they're all Bernie supporters. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I just don't want to alienate your audience on your first episode into this network and being like, well, this guy's a jackass. Screw it. Just- <laughs> Screw it. We'll find more. <laughs> there are more bodies to fill. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's, that's true. But um, I, I did learn, though, something new, which I was unaware of, was that apparently we entered the Civil War, and, and, and I lost the fact that apparently 160 million people were gunned down yeah, in the streets, I, according to Joe Biden. I did the math on <laughs> like, that, and I'm like, I'm like, that's half the country. I'm like, a population of roughly 300 million, 176 is over half being 150. <laughs> like when and I'm like, shit, am I dead? <laughs> I'm like, when he was like, 160, I was like, whoa. Yeah, Whoa. and then he talks about how he was he got arrested for going to meet Nelson Which Mandela. Which never happened. And then today he's walking it back. And I'm like, well, at least he's guy. walking it back finally because he was going on that for a while. I'm like, what is he talking about? And I, of course, I didn't fact check him because I'm like, you know what? Maybe he did. Maybe he went to South Africa and got arrested trying to meet him because, like, Bernie got arrested in the '60s for protesting too. Maybe it happened. So when I did watch the highlights, the one thing that I came away from is I think the best politician on that stage is Pete Buttigieg. So Pete, I like, and 
I, I do like Pete, but I don't think he's going to make it. No, he's not going to make it. But I, I was just like, the other thing too was that I felt like he was getting screwed from the highlights I saw when he was about to make a point, like when he was making a point to Bernie about um, it was the economy or something about math. Yeah, and Pete still had time to finish his thought. Bernie cut him off, and rather than the commentators stepping or the whatever the hell they were moderators thank you the moderator stepping in and being like yo bernie shut the hell up let him finish his point right they allowed bernie to just cut him off and then run away and before yeah pete could finish what he was saying yeah um but no i just i think he's he's the most polished i think out of all of them when it comes to debating amy's okay i was gonna say amy and pete have been going neck and neck well, as I, the moderates, then they're killing each other. I mean, they they hate each other. But right, the, I both of them. I mean, and I I put a, up a tweet about it that I said any. I don't care who wins, who wins the the primary, whoever becomes the presidential nominee for the Democrats would be a fool not to take Amy Klobuchar as your VP. Why do you think that? Because I think she's the best. I personally think she's she's the most qualified and probably would end up being the best president out of any one of them, personally. Uh huh. Um, therefore, if I already know she's she doesn't have the votes nowhere near. She doesn't want to delegate yet. But she'll get the moderate vote. So, like, say Bernie gets the thing. So you've got him super super far left. Yep. You bring Amy in to kind of bring it back to the right a exactly. little bit. Exactly. Exactly. And right then because if you put. Bernie and Warren in there, you right now went left and left. Well, here's the thing. Even if Bernie, and, and this is the this is the thing that I I don't understand why what Bernie supporters don't understand about this. And this is a simple fact. You're gonna get Bernie. If Bernie, Bernie has a like a 40 45 percent chance of getting the nomination or, or of winning winning sure. the presidency if he gets the nomination. Just like Trump. Well, depending on how the how the economy looks in in another couple months. Yeah. Given the coronavirus. Um, has about the same amount, 40, 45%. It's, it's going to be a close race. I don't care what anybody says. Right. If you have a Bernie and Warren ticket, you can forget about the House and you can forget about the Senate mm-hmm. because it, you, no, one, no one is going to want a, especially the Democrats. I wouldn't be surprised if Democrats actually voted, voted for either moderates or Republicans at that point. Mm-hmm. Because they're not going to want Bernie to be able to push through to push his the agenda. Medicare for all, and right? Then one, exactly. Because like everybody's worried about that, and I'm like, honestly, if the Senate stays where it is, everything Bernie's talking about is never going to happen, ever. Right, right. But then the Democrats will lose the House too, though. Like I'm almost willing to, I, I'm willing to bet they'd lose both. Yeah. At that point, and they wouldn't, and they would probably lose both the Senate and the House for four years because no one's going to want Bernie to get any. He'll be a lame duck president. Right. I mean, they'll literally be called the Do Nothing Democrats because they will. And then in 2024, they'll get a Democrat to run against him, mm-hmm. an and he'll Democrat. lose. <laughs> yeah, an actual Democrat, and he'll lose. There's no doubt in my mind he'll lose. Yeah. And that's if he even lives long enough, though. I mean, because that's the other thing too is he hasn't released any of his health records, which I think is kind of interesting. See, after he promised that he would back in December, and he hasn't released shit, yeah. which means something's up. I mean, but then we say that about Trump and his taxes, and we have yet to get those, and we know we think something's up, but we haven't got those, and does it matter? Probably not. Well, I mean, no, that you're right about that. I'm just saying health is a like, little different. Honestly, if I've come to learn anything in the last four years or eight years, nothing matters anymore. Nothing matters. To me, the, the health of Bernie Sanders matters in the sense that if he were to die, like his v, it makes his VP pick that much more. Sure. Much, much more of a. Um, Big deal, yeah. At that point, which is why I was saying, I, I. But even if Biden got it somehow, he comes out of the ground and takes Super Tuesday, takes Super Tuesday, and, and gets the nomination. He would be smart to take Amy. Yeah. See, I was thinking it would be smart for any of them to take Pete as their VPs because he's young and he's smart. He knows what he's talking about. He speaks six languages. That's that's incredible. Like. I can't speak one fluently. Oh, oh, dude, the dude's bright. Like, I'm not saying anything against Pete. Like, I told you before that I, I had initially said if they did a Biden Buttigieg thing, they would they all would over it. Oh, they would blow out the world. I just think the more I've listened to them talk, I just think Amy is the, is 
out of all of them, and nothing against Pete, because I do like Pete. I said I I do believe Pete is the best politician on the stage. Mm-hmm. I just think Amy's the smartest one as far as if we're talking just politically savvy. Knows her stuff. She knows her stuff, and she's actually somebody who does work on with both sides of the aisle. She's she's she is a she's about as close to a moderate as there is. See, I, if I'm going with that, I'm thinking that maybe if we're talking politician. I think that Warren might be the smartest one up there. Not like I'm a Warren fan by any means, but she's been around the block on a time or two, and she knows what she's talking about as well. However, she does lean more left than Amy does. The problem that I have with Warren, and I think Warren is very bright, is that she has flip-flopped on every fucking position she has taken in the last year. I agree. And I worry about... so. God, God forbid she gets put up against Trump. All he's going to do is call her Pocahontas, and it's game over. Because, he would he would eat her alive. Oh, for sure. As much as she ate Bloomberg alive, he would give it right back to but her. Bloomberg's a bitch. Like he 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 really <laughs> is, man. Like you want to talk about somebody who has a Napoleon complex? Oh yeah. Like yeah. that that dude. He he apologizes for everything he's ever done, and it's like that's that's not what Trump would do. Trump no. would look at you and go. Yeah. yeah, I did it. Yeah. I did it. I don't care. I don't fucking care. <laughs> Come at You're me, right. bro. Yeah. I don't care. Like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm do what I want. Yep. Like, the... And, and I know people... And again, I'm probably going to offend people. That's Those, what you do, because Richard says you're a racist. We got to get that out of there, too. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah I'm a racist <laughs> and sexist. a sexist. Yeah. So, yeah. So, this is going to this is gonna fit in that sexist category right now. One of the funniest things I've ever seen ever in political... And I still, I still laugh about it when somebody brings it up, was when Megyn Kelly went at Trump in like the first debate and she's like you've called women this pigs this that and the other thing and he's like nope only rosie o'donnell i laughed <laughs> out loud when i saw that clip for like i didn't i didn't watch the debate but i saw that clip and i laughed my ass off because i was like that's hilarious you don't even have to like the guy right but that was funny like that's the type of shit he would do to elizabeth warren oh yeah like he would he would cut her down the only person that i think could get under trump's skin it's probably Pete because Pete wouldn't and, – and here's why. I don't think Pete would actually get flustered by him. I don't. Mm-hmm. Sanders will get flustered. If And I did notice that was when Sanders gets pushed, he starts looking like what's-his-face on Curb Your Enthusiasm and starts like screaming at the clouds. <laughs> yeah, Larry David. Larry David yeah. Like he does get flustered. Elizabeth Warren will get flustered. Michael Bloomberg will shit himself. He'll just stand if, there and just be quiet because that's what he did when he yeah. was getting his ass handed to him. Was just, he just stood there and exactly smiled and nodded. And the problem with <laughs> problem with Biden, and this is so mean, but like Biden would probably call him Barack at some point during the debate. And that's the thing that pissed me off about Biden is he's got to bring back Obama in some way, shape, or form because that's all he knows. Like, well, when Barack was president, we did the X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, is it we or is it he? Because you're really riding that Obama train, and it's going to get off pretty soon. Not to get off topic again, but sticking on that Obama thing, how much do you do you think the DNC is like blowing up Obama's phone right now and being like, "We need Help. you to fucking endorse <laughs> Biden. Like, Help. you need to endorse him right now." Yeah, and he's taken. The, see, there's a red flag with me, and I'm like, so the. Obama, that was his VP. He's known him for how many dozens of years now in the Senate and as well as the VP. And Obama's staying quiet. And I'm like, him staying quiet says almost everything you need to know. Like, you Pretty know. Pretty much. Like, him being quiet says maybe he's not the right guy right now. Um, and I heard, I haven't read it straight from Obama, but I heard that Obama would support whoever the nominee is and go for it like that. But I don't know how accurate that is. I don't think he would support Sanders. I don't know. I, do you think he would? I think he would have to support Sanders over Trump. You know, when you. I don't. I mean, they've already like I. I heard something that said that Bloomberg's already come out and said if Bernie Sanders wins the nomination, he's not going to offer him money. He's not going to help him anymore. Well, why would he? Yeah. But I mean, no. But I'm just saying. So a lot of Democrats are already starting to pull away from Sanders. Right. So That's I. What I'm saying Bloomberg's trying to buy the the super delegates already to have a right, right, right. convention. So that way we have issues. But initially, Bloomberg had stated that whoever wins the nomination, doesn't matter who it is, they he'll put money. all of his backing, all of his financial resources behind them. And now he's pulling that back and saying, well, if it's Sanders, no. But if it's anybody else, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do it for Sanders. Hillary Clinton's already – and I know 
everybody hates Hillary. Mm-hmm. She's already come out and said, I'm not supporting, I'm not supporting Bernie Sanders. Right. So like you've got, and she still wields a decent Some amount of power. power. Yeah. So speaking about that, I was listening today. She's starting a new podcast. Won't oh, listen to it, but she's got a new podcast God. coming. Was it called Trill? And Thrill? I have no idea. Probably let me complain about losing. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I heard that it was actually on Fox news. They were saying that, um, she's having a new podcast come out and she wants to talk about world issues and she wants to bring in world leaders. And I'm like, Oh great. Here we go. Cause I'm pretty sure Conan O'Brien brought her on his podcast and that's what started this whole thing. See, I haven't listened to Conan's podcast yet and I have to I've listened to bits and pieces of it. Um, like when somebody good is on there, I'll listen to it. I've heard he's really good. Like he's really good. And they're, they're not terribly long. They might be like an hour episode at the most. Um, they're short, sweet, and to the point. And he's mm-hmm. a, he's a re- I mean, he's bringing back his old Conan of interviewing skills. You know, they've been really, really good. I'll have to check him out. I, I've met, you've, I think you were the one who told me about it initially. Conan Needs a Friend, I think that's what it's called. I think it was you. It was either you or Rich, but I think it was you. And I've always been like, yeah, yeah, I gotta check it out. And then I just, I, I haven't. I've, I've listened to like, I average, I don't know, like 12 or 13 podcasts a week. Um, that's fine. I can add another one to my library. Why not? I mean, literally, it's it, you could probably get one one done by the time you get to work. I mean, they're not that long. That's fine. I mean, I listen to I, – that's all I listen to now. I don't listen to music. I mean, I don't know about you, but I – I definitely listen to a lot of podcasts. That's So if anybody has recommendations for me, let me know because I got like an hour – two hours day driving coming up. Like so. it's – even at the gym. I don't listen to music. I listen to podcasts. I do listen to podcasts at the gym too. I mean – I know you hate it. I listen to Office Ladies. I don't know how everybody Crystal Valley hates The Office. <laughs> I don't hate The Office. You I just, hate The Office. I don't hate. How it. many I, episodes of The Office have you ever watched? Like two. That's that's pushing it. Yeah, it's, that's it's, pushing it. I I and I force myself to to try and watch an entire episode of Parks and Rec, and I just I don't get. It's the camera, man. I'm, it's the cinematography aspect of it. It drives me nuts. I think the cinematography is less as a documentary or docudrama in Parks and Rec than it is in The Office. Okay. I just... Because I think I think even in their podcast, they talk, there's only two cameras the whole time. All right, so what am I missing? Like, what what is it about The Office that I don't get? Oh, God, where do I start between drama and love and no, stupidity? I mean, I mean, like, the humor aspect. Like, what am I missing? Do I just need to act like I'm really stupid and watch the show? Are you like, calling me stupid? No, I'm I'm <laughs> calling Steve Carell like not a very good comedian. So like I I don't oh, He played that character so well. I just I don't I don't I've never liked Steve Carell. Even in the 40-year-old version. I was like you really I don't saw like that 40-year-old movie, version? Like I saw the movie once. I watched it a second time and I hated it. Um cuz I'm thinking about that and uh, not Click. What is the other movie he was in that was big? Um he was in a movie with uh, Paul Rudd, right? I don't know who that is. You don't know who Paul Rudd is? I don't watch movies, man. Oh, my God. Paul Rudd, Paul Rudd was Ant-Man? Yeah. Again, that's a movie I definitely wouldn't see. No, I know, but I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to put like a face for you. Uh, Paul Rudd was in... Despicable Me. Wasn't Steve Carell in that? Yeah, he was Groot. Yeah. You didn't like that? You don't yeah, have to see that his face. Count. That's not that's not him acting. That's, yeah, that's his voice. voice. Oh, give me a break. <laughs> that's a script. You had to read that, too. <laughs> Yes, I liked I liked the original. I liked the first one because um, I think it was like three of those now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really into the sequels, but the first one was was a cute movie. Um, oh, and wasn't he with? Um, oh no, I'm thinking of Adam Sandler again with Jennifer Aniston. Now, see, Adam Sandler, I find very very amusing. I find them to be very similar in their comedy styles. I really do. Okay. Um, there's, I mean, if I have to, if if after this podcast gets over, we can watch one episode of The Office. It would be. The fire drill. Okay, if you've never seen that one. All right. I mean, that is just the epitome of everything that the office is with the acting and the personalities of their the twelve characters. Because, like, I feel like I've so I never watched game. I, I tried to watch Game of Thrones. I, I never got, watched it. Okay, I only got a season through that, and I I found it very. I fell boring. asleep. Um, and then I've never watched The Office. Obviously, aside for those two episodes, Parks and Rec. So, like, I feel like I'm missing, like, a lot of cultural Oh, you're missing a lot of cultural. Like, I can't send this guy a meme or a gif or gif, whatever you want to call it, of The Office because it just wouldn't make sense to him. That goes completely over my head. Unbelievable. Like, Brian Brian Baumgartner yesterday had, for National Chili Day, he made a 
a commercial for Bush, Bush's Beans, and it was all the Office references. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is hilarious. You wouldn't get any of it. No. And it was amazing. But Are there other shows that you've watched that I that, that I should uh, put on my uh, um, put on I'm my trying queue. to think of what shows I've actually watched every season of. Twenty four. Love twenty four. That's that's probably I own every DVD season of twenty four. That's probably top five of all time. House. I did like House. I never finished the the show. I I oh, always man. tears like, were shed. I'd always watch like on oh, TV yeah. like bits and pieces of, of episodes. I'm trying to think of what other DVDs I actually own of everything. Because this was DVDs before Blu-rays and all that came out. Oh, wow. Um, literally, how I got through medic school was watching The Office. I'd come home, I'd go to class all day, come back, watch two episodes of The Office, and get studying. And that was my way to veg out, and it was amazing. I mean, it was just the perfect amount of comedy and humor and love and everything else you could ever imagine. I mean... Wow, it's just, it sounds so magical. And it, it really <laughs> is. You're just missing out. Um, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um we will at least watch two minutes of The Office so you can watch the fire drill and see if you actually laugh. And I don't think Steve Carell's... Oh, he is in it for a second. He is in it for a second. But it's mostly Rain Wilson. Okay. Is that to do with the glasses? Dwight? Yeah. Yeah, that is Dwight. Okay. Yes. Um, so, I guess the only thing else I want to talk about was maybe coronavirus. Okay, yeah, let's do it. Have you, I've read today that corona is down 16%. Because people are associating Corona beer with the coronavirus, <laughs> and I'm like, "Holy! I love stupid shit. people. This is a, this is amazing. People are not drinking Corona beer because of the coronavirus. And and these are our future leaders. This is it. This is the future of America, everybody. So, I mean, I still don't know whether to believe in the. Well, let me ask you. You're in the medical field. Do you think Do you think it's really going to end up becoming like a pandemic or even an epidemic? It already is. It is already an epi- It's already a pandemic, um, by definition terms of pandemic. So, okay. epidemic. For those of you who don't know, I'll go definition. Epidemic. Think of like epicenter with a hurricane or earthquake. It's where it hits and it's localized. Right. Pandemic. Think you know prefixes and words pan meaning around right pandemic meaning around the world and we're already there we're already in like 60 something countries so every continent but antarctica so do you think however it is not as dangerous as the flu well see that's the so that was what i've i i because what do we lose like sixty thousand people every year for the flu or thirty thousand was it's insane it's something around 30 yeah um just in connecticut last week we lost like a an infant with the flu Right. Um, just last week. I mean, it happens all the time, and people are freaking out because it's new, but not really. It's been around forever. It's just the strain of it is new, kind of like when the bird flu came out with H1N1 mm-hmm. back in 2009. Um, we had a, something similar like this, not as widespread because that stayed to mainly China back then. The issue now is it travels pretty easily. Um, and I think today, for the first time, somebody in California got it without actually being in contact with anybody, which makes it highly airborne. transmittable. Right. Right. So it's it's airborne and droplet. So, um, like, people walking around with those face masks on aren't doing anything at all for it. Um, so those face masks won't protect you. They're not even um, – they won't even protect you from, like, the flu. Never mind something different than the flu. Um, it's all a waste of money. <laughs> for shits and giggles, I went on Amazon today, and I was like, let me look up an N95 respirator, see how much they're going for right now. And they're sold out completely. Oh, really? Because um, that's the only thing that will kind of protect you is that sort of respirator. And it was – they had them on sale. On sale. They had them for like $60 for five masks. Wow. So um, – but, yeah, the flu is way more dangerous than this right now. However, because since it's new, they, um, they want to talk about it in mainstream media. Um, I saw in – where, where Romania, I think it was, where their news outlet there went to the grocery store, bought an entire aisle, and then reported about how the store was um, selling out of all the necessities. Wow. Talk about bringing up bad, like, juju. Like, I, I can't believe, like, I don't know how that's legal in some of these countries, so I'm pretty sure that's, like, enticing in a pandemic. So do you, do you think schools will get closed down? They already did in Japan today. Japan. No, I mean here. Oh, here. Here. I don't... Uh, overseas, yeah, whatever. I'm, I mean, I'm, Japan always comes... Like, the issue with Japan is they're... Like, Tokyo itself, the city, it's very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm. Um, 
close quarters. You ever see like the people getting piled onto the trains? Yep. I mean, that's why they're closing down because they're in such close contact. If somebody's sick, everybody's going to get sick. And that could happen in places like New York or Chicago or maybe even San Francisco. But for Norwich, Connecticut to close down schools, I don't think it's going to happen. We're not there yet. I mean, the regular flu spreads every year, and we don't close schools down for that. So So do you think this is going to end up blowing over? Eventually. Um, is, Is this the next Black Plague? Probably not. I mean, the the death, the mortality rate is only like eight or ten percent, if I remember right. I mean, the regular flu is at like fourteen or sixteen percent. Right. Um. So it's definitely not as strong as the regular flu. I just, I mean, this is all Merce Dan's opinion on this. I I don't think it's that big of a deal just yet. I mean, I'm going to um, Italy two months from now, and they're having a huge outbreak, like six hundred cases, like last week um and i'm like i'm still gonna go this isn't gonna stop me i mean unless somebody's paying for my flight to get refunded to me and my hotel to be refunded to me i am still going and i will just take some of those respirators from work <laughs> you know you didn't have you didn't get travel insurance hell no hell no i didn't get first travel mistake, insurance. Sir. Your um, first actually mistake. take that back on one of the flights i got travel insurance because it was super expensive i think it was my flight back from greece to turkey to new york I took travel insurance out on that because I'm like, this one was pricey. But the other ones I didn't. Um, because once you're over there, it's super cheap. I mean, yeah, but it's get, getting over there. That's the yeah, problem. And, that, and actually getting there wasn't the issue. It was getting back. Because I my the way I'm traveling, I'm starting east and working my way west. Right. So I got more expensive coming back than it was going over. Um, but I'm still going to be going to Italy and everywhere else I'm going. And I'm not worried about it. I said, if, worst case scenario, I would take some respirators from work for the planes and things like that, and I'm still going out. Fair enough. I'm not worried about it. Are you worried about it? Is the state worried about it? Uh, well, I mean, you know, the we got the we got an email from the, the statement of, of uh, Lamont being like... Wash your hands? Wash your hands. You know, don't. Don't pick your nose and eat it, like you know Helpful. that kind of crap. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm not really that concerned about it. I mean, I, I don't know how to feel about it, to be honest with you. That's why I was asking you what your opinion was. I mean, being somebody who works in the medical field, I think you'd have it. Like, I'm going to ask my brother, like, what he thinks when I see him, yeah, uh, this weekend, um, just to be like, hey, so you know, you're a doctor. What are you hearing? Is this real? Yeah, yeah. Like, are you are you guys, you know, are you are you nervous about it? Do you think it's you know what do you? I mean, because. I, I figure you guys, you on the meaning, front lines, yeah. Those of you, yeah, those of you who work in the medical field, like you would have a lot more, um, a lot more information than, than we would. Like you would hear more, obviously. I mean, I'm, I'm more on the, on the, um, scale of of rating things. This is worse than Ebola because it's already affecting more than just West Africa, and it's right. a lot easier to transmit. But it's nowhere near like the black plague or the flu in 1912 or anything like that. Um, I think it's crazy that some countries are shutting their borders and things like that all for nothing really. I mean, what's going to happen is you're going to, it's a lung disease really. So you're going to, you might have to get on a ventilator for a little bit if you're really old or really young and that's it. Like somebody like our age that isn't immunocompromised, doesn't have cancer or anything like that. They're probably gonna just sit home, and it's gonna suck for a few days to a week or two. You know, like just one of those things you're gonna have to fight until we can get a vaccine for it. And I think there will be a vaccine for it because I'm thinking back 2009 when H1N1 came out. I got a vaccine for that when I was in the military, and that came out rather quickly. So there well, will be a vaccine for it. Eventually. There was a report though. They said it would take 12 to 14 months to create it. Do you think that's just? That's just highballing. Yeah, I think that's highballing because, um, I mean, you throw enough money at something, problems tend to go away. Right. Uh, you throw enough money at Pfizer, they'll develop something. But why are they going to do it right now when it's not going to be cost effective for them to do their own research and make a um, cure for it? And then, I mean, the the people on Fox News think that it's a democratic thing because they want health care and uh, it's going to get paid for, you know, and now – and Trump said yesterday in his news conference or Tuesday on his news conference that, you know, it's going to cost whatever it costs. So I, I don't know. I don't know when it comes to that. We'll see. We yeah. will see. You know, I mean, I'm in my 
Yeah, I don't think I'm nervous about it. I, I just, like I said, I'm just, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how people are reacting to it. I and, mean, have you been to the casino recently? I know I really haven't. No, because I'm trying really. to think of like, there's a large Asian population there. I wanted, like, I was curious. We should ask Richard how many people are walking around like masks and things like that. Well, there, I mean, there, the Asian population in in the casinos. Um, I always see people wearing masks, right? Which is weird. One out of I'm, every ten Asian people I see is wearing a mask, if not higher than that. I've never understood why that is, but yeah, I see it all. Are they like extremely germaphobic? I don't know if in it's that a cultural kind of type thing? of culture. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I've like, never been to China before, so I have no. I've never I been to China either, and like, I've only seen pictures of Japan with everybody cramming on that train, and I'm like, well, that would make sense when you're nut to butt with somebody on the train, and yeah, you can't absolutely, move, yeah, you know. But for a casino that's all spread out, that already smells like smoke, they're already going to get lung cancer anyway from going there. Yeah, yeah, so, secondhand smoke. Yeah, as soon as you walk in. As soon as you walk in. Fox was a little better, I think, with the smoke. Foxwoods, well, because Foxwoods is more spread out. True. Yeah, it's not all condensed like Mohegan is. Yeah, Mohegan's got like one little section that's smoke-free and everything else. And you got to walk through the smoke to get to the smoke-free, which made no sense to me. Yeah, it's like Twin River in Rhode Island. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, we've got this really awesome smoke-free section, but you walk a mile through just like clouds, clouds of, of, smoke of smoke to get to, get to get that there. point. Yep. Yeah, so. No. And they just pump the extra oxygen in there, you know? Exactly. Because <laughs> so, the whole place is pumped with oxygen anyway. Yep. Um, so. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. I brought up a couple of topics. No, man, I'm good. I like I said, I'm just excited to be on here with you. So I appreciate you. Well, I'm excited me be on to your first guest. be back on here and doing this. I'm glad you guys are lighting the fire under me and get me going now that I'm done with school and hey, have man, nothing else to do with my life. I enjoyed your podcast, especially your uh, when you had your buddy on from Penn State, Matt. Yep, Matt, yeah. He's he already texted me. He said he wants to do it again. So I'm sure. Good. I'm sure when he listens to this, come when we release it, he'll be like, "Get me on here. Let's do it." Good. No, that's awesome. No, I've, I've told you before, I think he's extremely bright, and I always enjoy when you guys talk oh, well. whatever topics you guys talk about. Yeah, I, and I'm willing to have anybody on here. If you want to be a conversation starter with me, let's have at it. Let's have a drink with me. <laughs> so That's how you should end your podcast. Yeah, right. Come have, have a drink it, with me. Ha, come have a drink with me. So uh, <laughs> on behalf of the Sideline Network, this is Dan signing off with Drinks and Dan. Come check us out on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor. Uh, you can look for Chris on his Sports Talk Radio and as well as the Richo and Lalas show. And you can see Richard with his Richo's rant. Thanks a lot, everybody. See you next time. Okay.